0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Tonight's share was starting at 11.45 instead of at 10.30. We're an hour and 15 minutes late. And the reason that we're an hour and 15 minutes late is because I got a call today from a teacher that she would like me to meet her student who is 20 years old who's already out of her high school class from, a, from school um, three years, went to seminary in Israel. Tomorrow morning she is marrying a Muslim. And because the teacher is so close to this girl, the girl agreed just to talk to me, but not, of course, no matter what I'm going to say, she's marrying this guy. It doesn't matter what I was going to say, but if this is what you want me to do, I owe you so much I'll do this for you. So she came to my house at ten o'clock. I I, I didn't think it would take that long. Um, angry. You know, I don't care what you have to say about marrying this guy. Um, so it took me an hour and a half, but I didn't win. she um, she get married tomorrow. But maybe I put some ideas in her head, I don't know, but I definitely didn't win and she wanted me I went outside to meet him. They're so good at what they do, you know. We I believe in Moses, and and your religion is so close to our religion, and um, Old Testament, and a lot of garbage. So I'm like a little broken tonight. I'm usually not, but um, you know, sweet kid, went to from school, went to seminary, and um, something that I talk about a lot, maybe not in public, maybe to talk about more. When you send your kid to a public college, not you know not a Tarasnava Nava or not a Turo, but to a public college, a Brooklyn College, a Bergen County College, a Kingsborough, you are chayev. Whatever happens to that kid, you are a peshia. You are a negligent parent or a negligent teacher, and you're gonna pay for it in the next world. Because, where do you have a right to take a Jewish shishama and put her amongst these gayim? And she's definitely not prepared for it. They're very vulnerable, these girls, and these guys know exactly what they're doing, and I want to understand about your religion. And then they develop a relationship. This girl did not have many friends. This girl does not have a relationship with her father. She's the perfect, vulnerable girl for some guy to come by and say, You're beautiful, you're special. So who cares if he's a Muslim? Who cares if he's a Christian? Who cares what he is? If he's a Hindu or Buddhism or he's an atheism or whatever. It's the first guy that ever came over to me and said something nice. So, of course, of course, they're going to fall. So, you, we don't have a right to send our daughters. A dina, a dina, look what Shechem did to her. We don't have a right to send our daughters out there. It's not fair. They're not prepared for this. And, and if that kid ends up with a Muslim it's, and you sent it to that college, it's your fault. You're not a shamer. You're not watching the kid. Hashem gave you something to watch. You're not watching the kid. I have a, a, a seminary at Teres Nava. should be forty four thousand girls in that school. You get, you, get a, you get a bachelor's degree in a year and a half. You don't get that in any of these colleges. You get a bachelor's degree in a year and a half. You're sitting with Jewish girl. You're sitting with Rabbi Wallstein You're sitting with Rabbi Torsky and Rabbi Friedman. And Eli Mansour. We're not, we're not, we're not marrying you, number one. We're all married. And number two, we're not a f- freaking Muslims. Why are parents doing this? Because you think your kid's going to get a Brooklyn College degree? And what? And so what? Hashem doesn't give Panasah. You think the Brooklyn College degree is giving you a Panasah? You think the professor who's a freaking atheist? Or a Nazi? Or, or, or these people that come into Brooklyn College... Who are, who are terrorists, and you as a Jewish religious father and mother, you send your child there, you, you think you, you're you the one who's going to give your child pranasa? God's not going to give pranasa. God doesn't want your child amongst God, and they're not prepared, they're big sack of girls, they have no idea what these guys are talking about, they're so easily swayed. What are they talking about, these guys? What are they talking about? We're, we're, you know... We love your religion. You know, the guy's telling me tonight, she's telling me, listen, I said, you know, your children are going to be Jewish. I mean, you're going to end up in an Arab village, and when they send them out with, with these bomb things that they wear, who do you think they're going to send? They send a Jew. Let the Jew blow up the Jew. You do That's what they do. I said, you're not going your children are going to get respect. They're Jews amongst Muslims. you got to give them respect. They're going to put the belts on them and say, you go, blow, you, you guys... You're not equal to us. You guys go blow yourselves up. She's like, no, you're wrong. You don't know anything about Islam. I'm like, okay, tell me. Because in Islam, they have it all figured out. It goes by the man. So if she gets married, she's a Jew, who gets married to a, to a man from Islam, a Muslim, the child is Muslim. So he's telling me, the child is Muslim. We respect the child as a Muslim. I'm like, no, the child is a Jew. end of the day, everyone in that village, everyone knows this kid is a Jew, and we're we're not equal to the other kids in the village. But Does she wants to be a Muslim. She's totally Muslim. She's already gone. She's already gone to his prayer to his mosque. I said, Are you fasting Ramadan? No, I'm not doing that. I'm like, so it's so what you're picking and choosing. Go fast for forty days, girl. No, I don't do that. But I don't fast in Kippur either. I'm like, okay, great. You're really religious. Very sad. That's why. That's why I'm this late. I'm, I'm broken. I'm like. I'm so broken. Where's this going? Where's his what? His, his parents are very happy. Where are She's become, here, here. They live here. She, he, he's marrying a Jew. So they're adding an, an, a girl into Islam. Oh, they're very happy. But you know what their law is? That a Muslim girl is never allowed to marry out of her religion. They'll, they'll kill her. They're not allowed to marry out of their religion. So the guys can marry girls out of their religion, but the girls can't marry guys out of their religion. So she's getting married tomorrow morning. And, you know, by the, by the judges, whatever, American law. Yeah, sent it to put, something to a great Chicago college. Not normal. It's not normal. I I had no chance tonight. I, you know, this teacher thought I'd do miracles. I don't do miracles. I We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do some stuff. We're gonna do some spiritual mystical stuff. she would marri- if She, she would have married him. him. I told her that tonight. Uh-huh. But there's not many Jews in the in the, in the in the college she was in. It's mostly Goyim, hundred percent. she's marrying a Muslim. I'm gonna talk to her. <laughs> It, 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 it's, it, there's two reasons one is that um, she never had friends so her Jewish friends the, the girls in school they're, they're going to pay for this that they shunned her so she said you know Jewish people are not, were never nice to me um, and two if you don't, if a girl doesn't have a relationship with her father so her father is not telling her how beautiful and special and spending time with her so she's very vulnerable to 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 unconditional male love wherever it comes from. So I had the guy who met her in school said, "You're beautiful. I love you. You're special." I never met anyone like you, you and have not they been a Jew, she would have gone Jew, but it wasn't a Jew. Because of so I told her, "I said, you know me. I'm like, this is to me. You back it into this Jew hating because once you met a Muslim and you're marrying a Muslim, so you have to hate the Jews and." The Jews are wrong, and the religion is wrong, and everything's wrong. But otherwise, I said, he came first, and all your other stuff came second. Oh, she, I, I, you know me. I'm like, let's call a spade a spade. She said, well, I'm not here to talk about that. Whatever, it was, she, she came that, she didn't come to change. But you never know, I doubted while she was there. I have her name. I have her mother's name. Did she ask you any questions? No, like what? what? Well, what she asked me, there's nothing to ask me. What? That's not the part that I was worried about. I'm just saying. Do you know that Muslims, you could ask all the people who do conversions, there are no Muslims that become Jews. Christians, atheists, even Hindu, maybe Buddha. No, No Muslims become Jews, they don't convert. They're very strong in their beliefs. So they don't, it's not like they have reformed, conservative Islam. They have radical Islam, but the regular people in Islam, I said to her, you know, you're all messed up. Like, right now you only have to sit three times a day. Now you're marrying into this, you're going to have to down five times a day. I said, it's not going to get easier. Wow. I'm like broken. I'm sitting here, I'm like, I don't have my energy. We'll we have her name we'll we're going to do some stuff we'll see what happens Hashem runs the world it ain't over till the last breath I said to her you, your kids are going to be the ones that they're going to strap the bombs on They're Jews at the end of the day no they're not Jews it goes by their father it goes by the father they're not Jews I'm like yeah okay tell them that in Hebron when they're, when the girls in Hebron tell the Hebroni Arabs that these kids are not Jews which is also No, she didn't say that. I said, that's what your kids are going to be. Because, you know, the, Rabbi, you're radical talking like that. We're wow. blowing up. Who's blowing up anyway? We live in America. We're not. We're good people. It's a deacon. Wow. Yeah, Is that very sad. Kind of like what? No. No, but it was it, it wasn't, it, I wasn't given a chance. She came in. No, no, it's just Whatever. Do I believe she could change? Absolutely. That's a little. And he's a nice guy, so that's a problem. He's a nice guy. It's like, hi, Rabbi. If I wasn't a Muslim, the religion I'd want to be is Jew because I look up to you guys. Yeah, in Gaza, they're always looking up at us because they're in the tunnel. <laughs> so in the tunnel, they're shooting up, so they're looking up at us. But I don't know what they meant exactly. You could no, 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 no. He's a nice guy. No. How can you I can tell when I can tell. It's a person. It doesn't matter what religion you are. Again, the bottom line is that that it's very sad when this happens. It's just very sad. It's a holocaust. Listen, to the, the, the assimilation rate 70%, 80%. I just haven't had met this one, but this, we're at a crazy number right now. Isn't it what? If a boy a guy... That her, children are Absolutely, her, chi- of, uh, her children are Jewish and might end up becoming uncleless or some big talmud Who knows? Oh. I got to do my job. What's going to be? Right? Could be. Could be. He's going to be a guddle one day. He's a Jew. He's a Jew. Whoever her kids are going to be Jewish. To us, they're Jewish. They could be Galadar. They could save an Israeli. Soul. I don't know what's going to be. What do I know what's going to be? But I know what I'm supposed to do, and I know what's not supposed to be. After at the end of the day, Ligmar, you don't know the end of the game. You have to do whatever you can. That's all you have to try to talk her out of it. Alright, this week's Pasha is Pasha's Korach. Oh boy, when the good guys go bad. Uh-oh. When the good guys go bad, it's worse than anything else. Korach was a good guy once upon a time. Once upon a time, but then the meat of jealousy, jealousy breaks you down, man. It what? They were all good once upon a time. They were also, je- they were also. It's a corrupt, what? It's a he is all Gemara on what he's going to be, The Zayda Kairach, they called him. We're talking about what we have here, not what's going to be. Right? So. Also, you need to marry a good woman, because a bad woman, the whole Kairach situation came from his wife. Yeah, it's all her. Once again, we're going to blame the women. But it happens to be in this story, it's an opening Ma'am layers. That's crazy Ma'am Lawyers, And it just shows you how you go off a little bit, you believe a little bit about someone, and it just you could just be so corrupt and, and, and talk Lashon Hara, and, and like, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? You know? So, um, which is not true, right? How do we know that? Because now they have these cigarettes. What are they called? those Vapor cigarettes? Electric series. electric series, there's smoke, there's no fire. That's the reason they created it. So, not always when there's smoke is there fire. Listen Listen to this. I'm lawyers. But he got caught up with cousin Levi. He took him aside, he took himself aside, he took him out of the robin, He made himself a big shot. He knows what he's doing. No Das Torah. He became the Das Torah. He didn't have a Rebbe. Always my question when people say drastic things. I want to know you know, with Kabbalah and all these people that I don't know. And people are like, do you know, Rewalstein, hello, do you know this guy? I'm like, no. Well, he told me to do this and this. I'm like, uh, he told you to go against your parents and that you should that you should yell at your father? And like So my question always is, who is his Rebbe? I want to know, not the one he asks a Shiloh to once in a while, the one he gets Hadrachah from. Who does he call every day with situations? All right? And usually these people who are false and are messed up, they don't have a rebbe. Their answer is, I, "I, I, I know, you know, I know what to do." Well, you who's your rebbe? I don't, I don't need a rebbe. I tell girls, do not ever go out with a guy who doesn't have a rebbe. No rebbe. Who's your rebbe? First question: Who is your close rebbe? Who you? Who do you get hadracha from? Oh, no, I don't need that. I, I, I know my stuff. Bye bye. See you later. A, a, yourself laugh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who says that? That's a joke. The it's a joke. All right, yeah, it's a joke. Okay. Right, okay. And by yourself as a friend, also, right? By yourself as a friend? Okay, so it says like this. When Shabbanu was teaching Klaisro, the mitzvah of sitzes. When Kairath came home, his wife asked him. So. What did Moshe Abenu teach today? So Karach, this was before he went corrupt. So Karach said, he taught us a new commandment, that if you have four corners, um, you put on Techele's blue wool. So she asked him, what is this commandment of blue wool? Karach said that he said in Hashem's name, that on the four corner garment, three, three sets of white wool, and one thread of blue wool. So she said to Karach, He's playing games with you. Every day he comes to you with something new. And he says that God commanded it. But in fact, all these things he says on his own, this was his wife, not him. As they come to him on the spur of the moment, if blue wool is so potent, with one thread out of four, right? Let me make for you and all of those who are following you, talisim, entirely of blue wool. Take him to moshe Bener and ask him, what, a, what law applies to a talis that's made out of Blue wool, do you have to put scissors on it? And then you'll see that everything he tells you is a lie. And he designed it himself. And he made himself king. And he made his brother the... the, the, the he made his brother the... Coingado, and he made his nephew the priestly deputies. Okay. So we all know what happened. Oh, wow. The L- Leviam L- L- had to shave their heads and shave everything. And Aaron would li- lift every Levi and shake him like a Lulav in all directions, she said. And she said, she's just, try- she just trying to humiliate you. He's shaking you like a Lulav. You're a baldy. And he's shaking you like a Lulav. So, so, so Karach said, but it's not true. He did this in order to... Um, he didn't do this to laugh at us for... Um, he did the same thing. He shaved off his own hair, so he was at that point he was still protecting Aaron. And she said to him, "You can't prove anything that he shaved off his own head. He is simply indulging a little bit of, uh, you know, being like you guys." So he was give, he was driven, you know, to go against Moshebene. But he got much worse than that. I want to tell you what he said. They said the following. He had a great crap. Again, you know, they all—it's it's a problem when you become when you get. I talk about this a lot to my peers. When, when you when you get to the top, people become very jealous of you. My father Shav, who was a very smart man, used to say, "Zachariah, success breeds contempt. People hate successful people. They just don't like them because if they're not successful and they are." They're very jealous. They just don't like successful people. It breeds contempt. It breeds hatred. Nobody says bad things about you if you're a loser. No one puts you up on the WhatsApp and talks bad about you, you know, if you're not the the guy that everyone's listening to. People are jealous. And if you give them an excuse to take you down, they take you down. We as human beings, again, I tell you, we watch Indy 500. We watch cars go around 500 times holding, hoping that one car is going to explode and be all over the place. We go to a hockey game. Not because we want to see who, we want to see fights. I remember, I, just, I was just, not that long ago, at a hockey game, and at the end of the game, I said, like, the Rangers won. I should have been happy, right? I was like, that was a very boring game. There were no penalties, no blood on the ice, no teeth missing, no helmets on the ice, no fighting. It boring. So you come to the hockey game, like, and the guy gets cracked into the board. Everyone's like, Aah. wow, that was amazing. <laughs> we are like that human being. So like when someone's doing really good, and someone, someone starts talking motion hard about that, everybody jumps on it because they're jealous. If you break it down, you look inside yourself, you're just jealous of that guy. And by, by, by taking him down, it makes you feel better. It's disgusting. It, it's, it's human. It's disgusting. But people are like that. That's why it's not so good. To always, it's, not, it's never good to be on the top. You've got to be like somewhere in the middle to the top, somewhere over there in the middle, like, like two-thirds or three-quarters, so when you get to the top, everyone's shooting at you. look it happened to be Tischerbu. I said an innocent thing I don 't know what I 'm going to say this Tisha Tisch but I said an innocent thing. I meant it really in a nice way, but wow, somebody came back, and the whole world was against me. why why are you against me because because i'm too successful. People are listening to him, and every time I got a little bit successful, I got whacked. the whole thing with the um, I went to the Guru convention, and I spoke, and there were. Forty thousand hit, and wow, I can't believe what he said. And somebody finally said it, and it wasn't a month later that the whole craziness with that dancing bit came up, and people were canceling me from going to the shuls and speaking because I spoke against uh, zumba. And mamish happened, not four weeks after. And who did it? That guy, the um, uh, the un, uh, what is what does he call uh, the guy who spread it? Who was anti Labavitch? Who was anti the Messiah, the failed Messiah? Why did the failed Messiah go after me like that? Because four weeks before, the internet was full of Wright Wallerstein. Wright Wallerstein, amazing that he got up and he spoke for us. And he's like, yeah, I'm gunning for him. I'm taking Wallerstein down. Why should Wallerstein be successful? I'm not. That's what happened here. Korach had, had everything. Korach was a, was a Rosh Hashiva. Was, there was no one as rich as him. He had everything. He's like, Homan. on. hold on, had everything. But, but... He, he could not stand that Moshe Rabenu was, was 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 the leader, and Aaron Hakohen, and you know he was supposed to be the. They gave it to his uh, to a much younger brother, um, his father's youngest brother, instead of his father, and he was very upset about that. So the, the, the whole thing against Moshe Rabenu was just based on jealousy. And that Moshe Rabenu was very successful, and Aaron was very successful. So, so they had this big crowd. It was like, come on, what happened? Tell us about Moshe. Tell us about Moshe. Oh my God! I don't know how Moshe, how did Moshe Beno handle this. How did, if I could just talk to him, I don't want to stay in this world. But if I could just talk, how, like, Moshe, you have to tell me you like you you, you did everything for these people. How, how do you handle this? That that, that your cousin who's a godl, who's a godlow, is getting up and saying this about you. Like, how did you handle this? And and if you look in the pussy, like I'm, every year I see this. I'm like, you know, it's being mom of the sedra. There is, there is no one in this world who has caused pain to another person nobody like Dustin of did to Moshe Rabbeinu they didn't stop for one second I mean a lot of pain right and you come to Pasha's Korach just, just to show you Midos we have to learn how to do this Baikalu Al Moshe you hear the Lushan they, they, they gathered on him they were like they were on him Enough! We're starting our own. We're all holy. We Hashem, and God is with us. Why are you making yourself bigger than, all, than Hashem? Shabban was like, "Oh my gosh, we we just finished Miraglin. We just finished Miraglin. We just got whacked, whacked." Punished for forty years, you can't be quiet for like two two weeks. Right away, they gather together as a as a, as a mob, Just a mob, right? And they come to Moshe Benu with a weird thing. Until now, they never complained that Moshe was the leader, and Aaron's going, "Oh, no wake on that." Oh, son, and They wake up and and, and, and out, right? We Moshe, we I can't imagine. Moshe heard this, he just fell on his face. He fell on his face. Why? Neimach like Unbelievable. Right? Tomorrow morning, you'll know what's going on. Now, if you look, Pasuk Yud Vez. Moshe sent a special message I want to talk to you guys, man. We got we gotta bury this hatchet. I want to talk to Dustin Vavir and B'nai Aliyav. I want to talk to you guys. What does Rashi say? Mikhan from here we learn. Shain Machzikim b'machlokas. Don't be involved in Macholkas. Shahia Moshem Khazakhrayam Moshe chase them to Talk to them, peace. You hear, Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't have to chase to, to 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 make peace with them. He's Moshe Rabbeinu; they're the biggest Risham. So these idiots. You know, out of the mouth of the person comes a prophecy. So what did, what did they answer Moshe Rabbeinu? They said, "Lo They didn't say we're not going. They said we're not going up. Says Rashi, "Oh yeah, you just you just signed your death sentence. You're not going up because you're being swallowed down." So they used the word "not We're not going up without realizing that they just wrote their death warrant. Says Rashi, "We're not, we're not going up. We don't care you called us, but they're not finished." Plus, you the is it not enough? You hear what they just said—that you—that is it not enough that you took us up from a land that flows with milk and honey, Egypt? Slavery was flowing. They used the same words that Moshe Abenu promised Chai from Hashem that you're going to go into a land of Zabat zavat Vash. These fresh animals turned around and used those words and said. You took us out of a land, eretz of the Chol The words that Hashem used to bring him into Eretz Yisrael, they used about Egypt. That's what they said. We're not going up. by Midbar, You took us out to die in the Midbar. You also seek to be the ruler over us on top of everything else. You didn't bring us to a land of rest. Okay, so Moshe said, "That's it, I'm done." was and he said to Hashem, "I'll perfect the Don't listen to their mincha. I never took anything away from them. I don't know what they want from me. Rasi is and neither one of them did I did I did I annoy. Did I do anything bad to them? I, I don't know what they, I don't know what they want from that. Rashi says "Is interesting where does this donkey thing come in? where does the donkey come in? so he said that that even when I uh, when I when I left for Midian to Mitzrayim me and my wife and my children were all on one chamar I didn't take a chamar from Chayishol he didn't make them pay the transportation he was saying so we see a new a, a unbelievable midah that Moshe Rabbeinu had that he went to them he tried to make peace with them it didn't go. So Moshe Rabbeinu can do that with his enemies. We can do the same thing. someone gets you angry, try to make peace. Just the opposite. Try to make peace with them. All right. Let's go back to what, what's going on here. So listen to the story that. So this crowds gathered and they, 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 um, they, 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 they want to go after Moshe Rabbeinu. So listen to what he says. He gets up and he says, listen, I want to tell you that there's an unfortunate widow who lives near me in the, here, in, in the desert. And her two daughters um, all of whose possession consisted of a small field. That's all they had, where she was making a little bit of a living. One day, she began to plow her field. Moshe comes to her and says, "Be careful! Don't plow by using an ox and a, and a donkey together." For God said, "Do not plow with an ox and a donkey together." So then she came to sow her field to gather everything. Moshe said, "Be careful! Don't seed your field with mixed seed." Hashem said, "You're not allowed to, you know, you're not allowed to do kolayim." She came to reap and Moshe to to, you know, to gather. Do not pick up the individual stocks. Let get So when she was about to put the grain into storage, Moshe said, Don't forget to give truma. So finally, the, the widow suffered in silence and she concluded that it wasn't worth having a field and to have this all in her head. So she sold the field and bought two sheep, whose wool she planned to shear and thus provide for, for her daughters. But when the sheep were about to give birth, Aaron came along and said, that by the sheep, the firstborn, right, you have to give to my sheep, you have to give, have to, give to, to me. So they took away the firstborn. Then they came to take off the wool, and Aaron again appeared. And he said that the first wool that comes off, you have to give to me. So she said, oh my gosh, I'm in this trap, I can't escape. So she said, okay, I can't do all these different things, so I'll them. So she slaughtered the sheep, and Aaron came, and, I mean, we don't know, I mean, that's... I don't mean it's over, I mean that, that part is not. Hashem, Hashem is the best. God can he said, if you, sh- if you shuck the sheep, you have to give me, you know, the things for kahuna. So she said, in that case, I see that even by slaughtering the sheep, there are all these halakhas, I can't do that either, so I'm putting everything in chayram. And then, when she put everything in chayram, Aaron and said that whatever you put in chayram belongs to the kahuna, so we'll take that also so he took that leaving her to do nothing which support themselves and they died of hunger wow they went into a rage the crowd wow Moshe and Aaron look at these guys all these laws they made up look what they did to this woman so they said those are some of the things that Moshe and Beno and that's what they did in the name of God they said Hashem commanded that and the Jews actually believed him oh, there was the desert. Which there was no farm there was no farm, there was no sheep, there was nothing but when there's it doesn't make a difference it doesn't make a difference what there is or what there isn't but i I've, I've spoke. I've spoken about this before I want to go in a little bit different direction in this story so why didn't someone say something when he, they started the story they started the story that they had a field what are you talking about, there is no field so, I'm not getting... By, so why didn't that? No, why didn't... the People were saying... They start, I start up with, if I tell you a story, right? So today, I was shoveling my driveway with snow. All of you would say, Rebbe, 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 that's a share from, from December. What are you talking about? <laughs> you would never let me go into the next thing. So, so when they opened up, if they would have opened up with the sheep, they had sheep, I can hear that, but he opened up with a story that can't be true. There were no fields in the desert. Go ahead, it feels it. The cloud was traveling every day. So, I don't want to get this into this too deeply because it was going to cause trouble. You see from here that if someone wants to believe something, even though it's totally false and crooked, And malicious and wrong, if that's what you want to hear, then even though it does not make sense, you believe it. In in other words, it may be that he tested it. Let me start with the field. If I don't get any reaction to the field, because that's impossible, then I could tell them sheep, wool, because you know sheep wool could have happened. They had sheep and they had wool. That could have happened, right? And shechting it, even though if you don't bring it as a carbon, the client doesn't get any part. You know what I'm saying? But I think maybe he opened up with this ridiculous comment to see if these people are just like blindly believing. And, huh? It's a mob mentality, right? It doesn't, it doesn't have to make sense. And it, it's it was based on 100% jealousy. It's a terrible story. What? Yeah, but the story is impossible. I'm telling you about snowing in the, wind, in the summer in, in 85 degrees. But if it didn't happen. If you believe it, if you believe it it happened. It can't snow in 95 degrees. It's not frozen. What? No, I'm telling you if it's 95 degrees, I'm telling you it's snowing, right? If you want to believe that, you're going to believe that. So there are so many people out here today believing in things that are, t- that are totally ridiculous because, again, it's what I told this girl today. Go inside yourself, right? If these people had gone inside themselves, they would have seen a huge jealousy. That This didn't really happen, but I'm so jealous that anything you talk bad about Moshe, I'm going to believe. It's going to lead me to Losh I'm going to believe anything you tell me about Moshe Beno. Then they went into the part that he was misina with women, whatever it was. Well, it wasn't true. But that's, that, that's the power of, of mob, machlokes, and when you hate someone you just you just you just believe anything anything about them and 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 you see for Moshe Rabbeinu, as much as he was hated he went to das of Aviram and he um and he wanted to make peace and it didn't work What? In see it all the time. What do you see in elections? Believe whatever latch it even though it doesn't have any basis just because that's not any basis but here it's impossible it's even on a higher level. Talk about fake news. This was... This is the ultimate fake news. We, we, we don't have fields. We don't have fields. We don't have fields. Like, how can you say... What, do you, what are you saying? So this is like the ultimate fake news, but yeah. And I see it all the time. People believe the most ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. It's want to believe. You know, I told you a story with that lady, with the Avera, with the whole story. I told you that story. Yeah, I told you the story. She's committing adultery, and I, I said what are you doing out of your mind? Like, What are you doing? And She said, she said, it's Bashar. What do you mean? He's my he's my soulmate, not my husband. And I said, and Hashem wants this. I said, Hashem wants you to come into the Like, What are you, nuts? And she says to me, well, he wouldn't live on my block if I wasn't supposed to know him and fall in love with him. Why would Hashem put him on my block? So I'm like, no. You're doing an Avera, and you're backing into it. Again, you're backing into it. You're giving, why would Hashem put it? So everyone that's on my block, I'm i you supposed to commit adultery with? Like, That's ridiculous. Like, what are you saying? Why did he put him on my block? So what? That's it? Whoever's on my block, party time. Like, what are you saying? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I, I think what tonight, Sharon. I think it's coming off speaking to this girl, is, that, is that, that you have to be real with yourself. I told it to her tonight. She's like, why do I have why I, like, I said, you're a smart kid. Why don't you think about why are you married? I said, tomorrow you're marrying a Muslim. Why? Why? I love him, I'm like you're a girl who went to a from school, you went to a seminary, your sisters and brothers are all very from so she says, hey, well see, that's ridiculous, so what so they're all from and I'm not so what, it's ridiculous Hashem sends the answer, I'm like let me ask I, said, I'm, I told her, I'm, I'm, very, I'm a big thinking guy and I'm extremely scientific, what does she know she doesn't know me, like, I'm a scientist that's what I told them a scientist. I am a scientist. I'm a <laughs> butterfly. I'm a butterfly scientist. Anyway, I said, so I have should put these things in your head? I said, I have, I have a petri dish. That's a fancy nice good word, right? I have a petri dish and I put three bacteria from someone's mouth into that petri dish. Same mouth. Same place in the mouth. Two of the things I put in the petri dish. Nothing really happened. They just colored it a little bit, a little blue. The third one is growing a tree. It's like a bacteria growing like a monster bacteria in one day growing. I'm a scientist. And I'm thinking three cells from the same place in the same mouth, two of them are just sitting there, nothing, and one of them is growing like crazy. My next question is, why? I said to her, why? Same home same parents, same school, same seminary. You're marrying an Arab, a Muslim. You're so different than the other part of the Petri dish, but you're coming from the same place. So something happened. I don't know if you went through abuse. I don't know if girls pushed you away, you know, and they were Jewish, and you, that way you didn't like Jewish girls. anymore. I don't know what happened. But if you ain't growing the same way as the other two, something's different. I said, I think you need to sit at the edge of your bed tonight and think about what happened. I'm about to marry a Muslim guy. I'm going to lose my family. My children will never have my parents as grandparents, my siblings as uncles. I am going to be cut away from my family forever. I will never be able to come to the state with this guy. Right, you need to sit at the edge of your bed and say, "Why is this little cell in the petri dish so different?" I said, "I'm not. Ta- I-, I can't talk you out of what you're doing, but maybe if you understand why, you might change your mind." I said, "You don't even know why." And you're smart. She's a smart, smart kid. So I think that people—you want to call it. Yoga—it's not yoga. You want to call it going inside yourself? And tra- I think we—I think that every night it would be very healthy, or every two days to go inside yourself and, and and your misbehaviors to try to figure out why. Five days I didn't smoke a cigarette. Five days I didn't watch porn. Five days I didn't do this, and on the sixth day I collapsed. Now you have six days of petri dishes by the same person. And for some reason, on the fifth day or the sixth day, this bacteria is going wild, and the other five days, bacteria was under control. So they're all, it's all in a controlled lab, right? So so why am I weak on Friday? Or why am I weak on Thursday? Maybe I'm watching a certain show Wednesday night. Or I'm watching something on my phone Wednesday night. Or maybe Wednesday night is the one night I get out, out early from work, and therefore I can watch my video. And maybe that's why Thursday I'm doing bad stuff. But unless you spend time with yourself... To find out the source of what you're doing, you can't correct it. So if Korach would have looked inside himself, he would have realized that the whole thing is not based on, we're all holy! Come on, man! That was his excuse. That was his cell. What a great cell. What a a brilliant cell. The reason we're going against Moshe and Aaron is not because we're unholy and a bunch of bums. We are all holy. You hear this, sound? So the people, right. So the people who were not so holy had someone that thought they were very holy. Sold. Following. One, two, three. Everyone who wasn't holy followed him. But if Korach would have thought to himself, like, really, why am I doing this? Is this, is this a shame? My, in, how come all of a sudden I started now? How come I didn't start out with Moshe and Aaron Going to start when Moshe Rabbeinu came out of the desert he didn't do one miracle yet he didn't do nothing and he said Hashem sent me how come I didn't say anything at that point Hashem of course, didn't get up at that point who made you leader who made him Kohen God? why now and the reason now is because of last week's parasha we're kahas right um, we, we, he, his father should have gotten the job and he didn't get the job and his youngest brother his father's youngest brother got the job so he became very upset in his father's honor and he became very jealous because really, he contradicted himself. I was reading about this today. It was amazing. It's amazing because nothing has to make sense. What did he say? Kulam Kedoshim. We're all equal. One second, man. Aren't you a lazy? I'm Yisrael. We're not equal. You're coming and your whole claim is, we're all Kardash. Why, Mersh and Aaron, are you more Kardash? But you've been a levy till now. You've been more kadosh. You carry these things from the, from the, what's called, the, the machane levy, which is inside the, you know, much closer to the Mishkan than is throw. So you guys were, were held yourself different, held yourself holier. Now all of a sudden, you're telling us, Kulum kadashim. One second you're not second, you're not equal to us, you're higher than us. So what's going on over here? It doesn't have to make sense. He himself, was holier than them, and then he's telling them we're all equal. You're not equal. Why are you saying you're equal? You're not equal. You're a lazy. I'm not a lazy. You work in the base I'm in the Michigan. The base of the Michigan. I don't work in the base of the Michigan. And you're the guy that's telling everyone that you're all equal. And the answer is they're a the common enemy. They were after Moshe and Aaron. Didn't make sense what he was saying, Kara. And of course, would have gone inside himself. He would have realized that it's all based on jealousy. And maybe had he realized that, he would have stopped. But he, did, he didn't think about it. He was like, this is where we got to go. It's very interesting. I have a, someone that listens from, uh, and he's probably listening tonight, or, you know, or he'll be listening tomorrow morning. I want to say, grace your and he listens to all my sermon, and he calls me about it. He says something very beautiful. He said, I asked last year, how come she uncovered her here? By Om Ben Pellas, the wife of Om Ben Pellas. So he went to sleep, and she said, this is very stupid, because if everyone's putting a fire in the pan, the caterers, and there's only one liter... So if Karach is right that he's the guy, then we're all going to die. So she put, gave him a lot of wine, and he fell asleep. And then they came to pick him up. They're going, w'shem shemayin, w'shem shemayin So they came past the house, and she took her wig or her hat or whatever she was wearing. She uncovered her hair. And Karach's like, We don't want him. We don't want a nut from guy. You're going against God. You're going against... You're going against Moshe, you're going against Aaron, but you're worried about his wife's hair? No, they wouldn't. So they ask, why did she uncover her hair? Maybe she should have pulled her skirt up. Why uncovering your hair? Forget about that. Why is that even the mutter just to uncover the hair? Just because it's has the sun. How's that a hetter? She didn't ask a hetter. She saved her husband's life. It's mutter. Saved someone's life. You could have done something else. So that was my question. Why'd she take out her iPhone? They would have said, Oh, he had an iPhone, a smartphone. They would have left. <laughs> why did she uncover her no, hair? Why, why didn't she just put on a pair of pants? Pull her skirt up a little bit. They would have ran for their lives. So today, he called me from, I love him, he called me from Montreal. And he said that he sort of safer. Right now, not in my head, but it'll come to me. Which safer? She specifically showed her hair. Why? Because hair, no two hairs come out of the same follicle. No two hairs in your head come out of the same. You have little teeny holes. There's a hair in each hole. So she was trying to tell him that well, you can't put, you can't have two leaders. You can't have two hairs coming from the same. Yeah, I forgot who she, uh, the Ben Yahadal says it. You can't have two leaders coming from the same place. So she specifically said, "Look, look at my hair. You, you if Moshe Benel is a leader, he's in the follicle. There's no room for a second here in the follicle. There isn't. It doesn't grow that way. It's not like that." So she uncovered a hair, not a skirt, to send him a message. Smart lady. So the, the wife of Korah killed him and everybody else, and, the, and his wife saved his life. It's a very beautiful shot. Not, not as good as Lo I love that. Lo Nala, we're not going up. They, that's not even told Moshe. Lo Nala, we're not going up. You're not going up, you're going down. Oh, Tarashi, Rashi, come on. That's fire. That's fire. All right. Anyway, so it's it's very very late. We're going to end. I'm sorry I don't have strength tonight. It, I just it was it was very tough. It, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. I'm looking at this girl. I'm like, I can't imagine her appearance. I can't imagine God forbid she come along with That my daughter would. Ah, I can't imagine them. I Can't imagine their pain. An Arab, am Muslim. What? No, they don't talk. This is an American girl from Jerusalem. She's not Le'Wa'achem. Those are Israeli girls. Those girls are a little bit stronger, whatever it is. But uh, you know what? I'm not saying she's going to end up in a a village. This guy's a modern guy. He's not... I don't think they're going to end up in a village, but the whole... I asked her, are you going to bring up your children Jewish? Are you going to give them like Hanukkah and Ramadan? Like are you going to show... Are you going to give them... She's a Muslim. She's converted. I don't know how they converted. How they, how they do a conversion? I don't know. But he said, Darling, once a Jew, over oh, a Jew. You can do whatever you want. You want to put water, eat wafers, do Ramadan, sit on carpets, pray five times a day, lay on the floor in the airport. You can do whatever you want. You're a Jew. You're stuck. And then he said, By the way, you're a Google. She goes, what are you you talking about? I'm like, for you to be so out of your environment, there's no no question, the last time you were in this world, you did this also. You married an Arab. You came back here to fix it, and you're doing it again. I don't believe in Gilgal. I'm like, okay. So we meet someone, you're like, I know you from somewhere, but I never saw you. I'm like, yeah. What do they call that in English? Deja vu. vu. That's Gilgal. Deja is Gilgal. If I never saw you before, and then I meet you, and I, was, I know you, how do I know you? It's because I knew you last time I was here, well, two times ago. So I know you, and there's a connection. I said, by the way, you should just know this is your second test. You're not doing well. I don't believe in yoga, but I saw there was a little, little twist, a little bit like... I should go to the wedding... I don't speak I don't speak Arabic. I don't speak Arabic. I should bring a carpet with me. We're down for her. We're down for her. We're down for her. We're down for her. We're gonna do something. We're gonna talk about not on the not online. This khabura is gonna bring her back. We're gonna do some mystical stuff. Ten guys, we're gonna do something as a minion. Hashem for Hashem helps? Do we need Hashem's help? Check. That's oh, check I got the name that was what I needed I needed the name I got the name what? I'm going don't worry we don't give up we're, we're marines I tell you what they in the marines you, you step on a mine you lose a leg hop on the other leg you step on another mine now you have no legs roll so I tell you roll if you roll on a mine don't worry you won't remember they don't stop they don't stop they don't stop, they don't stop. we're marines we don't give up All right, you're going to enjoy this story. Um, So there was um, a king of Morocco. One of the senior advisors to the king of Morocco was a very wicked man, and his name was Mohamed Adridi. He was arrogant and disliked by many of his fellow advisors, since he cared little about what others thought. He gathered a small group of conspirators who helped him plot to overthrow the king. Early on, they met with success. It seemed as if we might dispose the king entirely. But this nasty demeanor and his tendency to turn on his own people finally led his accomplices to betray him to the king. The king was delighted to have his arch enemy in custody and immediately ordered that he be hanged at midday in the public square. Okay, we got the story? The bad guy was going to try to kill the king. They caught him. Now they're going to hang him. Yet his arrogance knew no bounds. Even as he was hoisted up and the noose placed around his neck, Adridi laughed and called out, "Look, lowly peasants previously in my position previously my position elevated me above you. You're just a bunch of lowly peasants and even now I'm still raised higher than you. We're going to hang him and he was on the gallows and they were below him He's like, "See, even when I die I'm higher than you are sugar." Why is he telling you this, Marshall? This happens to You should get for it. It's called Torah Tavlin. It's written by Rev. David Hoffman, who was on my baseball team. I was first baseman, and David was shortstop. He's a good shortstop. And he could hit the ball, and he writes goods for him. Um, why am I telling you this? Because it's very interesting. If you look in the psukim, you could you could be so evil, you could believe in your badness so much. That when the ground began to shake. Under and Vavira, Moshe Rebbe said, "Everyone, go away from the tent." The ground began to shake before the before the mouth opened up and swallowed them. They didn't say, they didn't scream out, "Forgive me, forgive me, please stop, Hashem, save me." They they just went down with their kids with everything. They they would not say they're sorry. They would not. They would not give in, they would not even pray that as it, it was so evil Dasan like this guy. They were so evil they were such a, they, didn't, they didn't even the last second of their life. They're watching the kids, watching the ground shake. Please Hashem, stop shaking Hashmais throat. Forgive me. Nothing. Nothing. They went down with nothing. Korach's and children went down Moshe MS They did true his children we know did true the last second. Dalsan Vavirum, they were bad to the bone even the last second. They didn't they didn't they didn't say. They didn't say one word. You could, you could be. You could believe in your stuff so deep that you're totally out of reality. So I, I think that that one of, one of the lessons is that we should never get involved in and hara, even if someone hurts you publicly the way they did. Moshe still try to go to them. And he's still tired to talk to them. And I think the most important thing to think about tonight is that self-growth and and the ability to to look at yourself and see your strength and your dips and try to understand how did I get, why tonight was I weaker, why today was I weaker, why was I nastier today, what Manashtana, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday that was great, everybody loved me I was making jokes, and Thursday nobody could talk to me I was snapping at everyone, what's with Thursday Manashtana, the petri dish why Thursday I'm having a problem, what's going on, and if you do that, you'll find out what's really going on inside, and you won't be a Kairach and this whole thing wouldn't have happened he would have realized that it's based just on jealousy. And he would have overcome the jealousy. And it talks about when Mashiach comes, whatever it is. I don't understand exactly, you know, what it's saying over there, but um, I think that's a very important lesson. I think we need to do a lot of self-growth to prevent things that happen tonight. (laughs) Chaim, tov'ma shalom to everyone. Only good things. I made a CM tonight on... um, on Mesechtes, on, on, on You know what it says at the end? The last thing in Satan Zeke is Pekeavos. You know what the last mission pickover says? I should have showed it to her. The end of the day, babes. The end of the day, the last mission. That's what I made, I made the C-M on. The end of the day, it's only about one thing. The whole Pekeavos. is life, right? What's the last thing I said? Ko ma'sha Kirch Borch Bolomo everything that God created in this world, he created it for his honor. That's it. I created, that you should call me my name, in the end, God will be the king forever. And I'm here to see him. And that's how the Mishnah ends. We are here for the Chwaid Hashem, beginning and end. Have a good night. Have a good morning.